Welcome to God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church Where God Dwells podcast. Best believe that you'll be receiving the Word of God from our senior pastors, Drs. David and Louisa Maluzzi. The Word of God says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing through the Word of God. Keep it locked and stay blessed. Amen. Shake a hand of somebody next to you as you sit down. Tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Amen. Now, today, I want to talk on the subject, the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about the day of the Lord. There is, now some Bible versions would even put that D as a capital, you know, in capital form that is the day of the Lord. It's a special day. You know, it's not uh, any other day. It's a special day. And that day is still coming. You know, that day we are still expecting it. So I want us to go to the scripture that we read this morning. Did you enjoy the way this morning? Amen. Now, it says here in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, meaning from now on, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will Award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearance. Yeah. So he's talking about on that day yeah, that God will award to us. Now, which day are we talking about? It's the day of the Lord. There is the day, the day of the Lord. Now, Paul says that there is going to be for, uh, uh, rewards for us on the day of the Lord. Now, how, what, what will be happening? What will be happening? We see this in First Thessalonians chapter 4, you know, that what will happen in the day of the Lord? How will it come about? First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. Now, Apostle Paul writes here to the church in Thessalonica, and he says, But we do not want you to be uninformed or ignorant. You know, in other words, we don't want you to be without knowledge. We don't want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep. Now, those that have died, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. You know, that don't grieve as people who don't have hope. You know, that, you see, people who don't have hope, uh, they are sure that, you know, I'm not going to see this person again. You know, that is the end of his life. Now, People 
that have not given their lives to Jesus, uh, that it, it, it's, it's, it's very difficult uh, because you, you know, when we, when we receive Christ as our personal Savior, it's better because we know that even though we say goodbye for now, we know that they're still going to be uh, coming together. Are you with me? You know, bonding together. And so, Apostle Paul says that don't grieve as, if, as those who don't have hope. You know, who, those who are not saved, those who are not born again, those who, who don't know that, by the way, you know, when a person dies, he's just sleeping. Now, that is why <clears throat> the Bible calls it those who are asleep. You know, because Christians, we, we don't die, we just fall asleep. Amen? Amen? You know, we fall asleep. That's what happens. You know, uh, when, when I die, it's like I fall asleep. I just fall asleep. Yeah. And the, when I fall asleep, I'm going to wake up. Amen? And so it's very much important then that we keep serving God because there is this that is coming. Amen? Now, verse 14. It says, this is what's going, what, this is, what is going to happen. For since we believe that Jesus died, and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have done what? Fallen asleep. You know, those who have fallen asleep, the Bible says here that Jesus will bring with him, you know, such people, people who have fallen asleep, that Jesus will come back with him, with them. Now, what is this talking about? It says here that since you know, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep. They will come back with Jesus. So what does this mean? This means that when a person dies, and he has Christ or she has Christ in his life, you know, in her life, that person goes to heaven. Yeah. That the body is buried on the ground. Yeah. But the spirit, the moment the person breathes his last or her last, the spirit comes out of the body. And the spirit goes to be with Jesus in heaven. Are you with me? Yeah. And so the person is there rejoicing in a better place in heaven. Now, there is no waiting room. Yeah. Some people talk about uh, that when you die, you go into a waiting room. Yeah. And so you will wait there and then uh, in some circle, like in, in the past, they, they, uh, 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 people would say that 
you know, when you are in a waiting room, then those that are down here, you have to be praying for the people so that while they are in a waiting room, they would at least make it to heaven instead of going to hell. Yeah, so you pray very hard. And they used to also sell indulgences. Yeah, they would, whereby you, you, buy, you buy some things. You know, the more you buy, it was like a money-making scheme. You, know, you buy uh, those things, then it, it's like uh, when you pay money towards the church, you are paying money for your loved ones that uh, they move from purgatory, you know, the waiting room, to, uh, to heaven. You know, so the more you pay money, is the, is the bigger the chance of that person moving over uh, to heaven. Now, uh, that is not in the Bible. Yeah. The Bible says that uh, when we die, present, Paul says that absent from the body is present with the Lord. The moment we mark you absent here is the moment when you are saved, they mark you present in heaven. And that's what we need to be really looking forward to as Christians. Yeah, because I don't want to be marked absent here, absent here, and then in heaven I'm marked absent again. <laughs> now, it's only one place left. If you're absent here, you're absent there, you must be present somewhere. Yeah, and that place is hell. Yeah, so hell is real. So really that... I, I don't want to be absent here on earth and absent in heaven yeah, and present in hell. But I want to be absent here. When I am absent here, I am present. I am marked present in heaven. Amen? So that's why we are to live our lives in such a way that uh, we make it to heaven. We make it to heaven. You know, while before before that day arrived, while we are still, uh, Jesus is still has to come, you know, that while our, body, our bodies are buried here, that our spirits are in heaven. You know, they enter into heaven, you know, go into heaven, and we are enjoying the presence, we enjoy the presence of the Lord in heaven. And that is very much important. And so, now, when those that have died, their bodies are buried here, their spirit are in heaven with God. Now, it says, it's talking about the day of the Lord, what will happen? It says, just like Jesus died and rose again, yeah, that Jesus, God will bring with him with Jesus, when Jesus comes back, uh, those who have fallen asleep, the bodies that have been buried, uh, it says that they will uh, wake up again. The day of the Lord. Now verse 15 tells us in details what will happen. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord. This is what God taught, Jesus taught. That we who are alive, 
who are left until the coming of the Lord will not proceed those who have fallen asleep. Yeah. So, if the day of the Lord happens today, yeah, and uh, last month some Christians uh, died, now, when Jesus comes, we won't go and leave those behind. Are you with me? The Bible says that uh, we who are alive today, are Christians, serving God, we are alive today. Who are left until the coming of the Lord? Who, has, who will still be alive until God, until the day of the Lord, until Jesus comes? We will not just go ahead and leave those who have fallen asleep. But instead, what will happen? Verse 16, you know, for the Lord. Now, this is how it's going to happen. Yeah. Jesus himself will descend from heaven. You know, Jesus will come from heaven. Eh? You see that? And when he comes, now I've heard people saying that, you know, Jesus says that, Adi Pelusaluna discussed the the African, the Huduecha, you know, Dumelang Honna, Lidumele Hopapa, you know, believe in me and believe in the Father, you know, for I go to prepare a place for you, you know, and then I will come back and take you one by one. And then I, I thought, I, I, I nearly returned my Bible, you know, and say, you have robbed me. My Bible is not a full Bible. Because I have looked where it says I will come back and collect you one by one. It's not in my Bible. I nearly returned my Bible and say, you gave me a short version of the Bible. Can you please give me a full version? Yeah. Now, that's not, what the, what that, that's not what Jesus said. He said that I will come back. So, coming back, what is he referring to? He's referring to one singular day where he will be coming. And so, this is fully explained here, that he will descend, Jesus will descend from heaven with a cry of command. Yeah. Uh, there will be a cry of command. And with the voice of an archangel, it will thunder. It will, the whole world will, uh, you know, and the sound of the trumpet of God. Now, uh, what will happen? It says, the dead in Christ will rise first. The dead, those who have died in Christ. That's why the Bible says that we should not mourn like those who don't have hope. We have hope. Because those who died in Christ, what will happen? They will rise first. You know, the graves will be open. And they will upstand. Yeah? And so all of us will be in our upstand position. Yeah. So uh, when the sound of uh, the voice of an angel, the cry of command, the sound of the trumpet of God, uh, then the dead in Christ will rise first. Mm. And uh, yeah, there's, 
there is going to be just a miracle. Because when you come to think about it, the people who have died, uh, their bodies decay. The flesh is gone. Yeah. And the bones will take time, but they will also disintegrate. Yeah. And who was telling us about uh, eh? what was mentioned about you know in the villages there are this what what are these how many years you know they were talking about what animals are they that they are going down meswe give me meerkat meerkat that they they like eating bones so they would go down and uh, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, and dig in the graves. I don't know if you have seen that. <coughs> you haven't seen it. Anyway, so so it does not matter the state of decay. When the trumpet sound, the body will supernaturally come together. Even when you have been cremated, there are ashes all over. The ashes will come back from wherever they are and come and become a body. Even when uh, uh, that there are planes that fell into the sea, they have never been recovered, you know, the bodies are down there, they will come up. If they are Christians, Christians, they will come up, will rise up first. Even people have, people have died in the mines. You know, uh, there's no place too hard. I mean, this is just a miracle of God, just to think about this. And you might be saying, Pastor, do you believe it? I believe it. Because Jesus rose from the dead. And Jesus rose a number of people from the dead. So if Jesus can do a miracle of rising somebody from the dead, can do a miracle of bringing back the body to its normal state. The power of God is able to do that. Yeah. And is going to do that. Yeah. And so the bodies are going to be great. You know, when they come, hey, there will be great bodies. Eh? No more white hair, all hair full, you know, no more wrinkles. Uh, there will be great, great bodies. You're looking at me as if you don't believe what I'm telling you. <laughs> it's going to be great. So please, even if your body does not look great now, don't lose hope. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> There is still hope for you. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and so, uh, the dead in Christ will rise first. Now, just think about when Paul wrote this, there were Christians who have died already around first century. And if somebody had died then, today, I mean, there is just powder. Eh? Bones are like powder, really. 
Do you understand what I'm talking about? And so, but what will happen? That those, those bones, there will be a chemical reaction. The bodies will come together. Now, in the first place, it is God who created it. So it's not a big thing to him. Yeah, it's just a simple thing. Amen? And so, when the dead bodies rise first, verse 17, then it says, then we who are alive, if the day is happening today, we who are alive today, you know, who are alive today, who are left. In other words, we have not died as yet. We are still alive. Today, we'll be caught up. Eh? We'll be raptured. You know, we'll be caught up together with them. Those that have just risen up. We'll be caught up together with them in the clouds. Now, this is not talking about the physical cloud. It's talking about the glory of God. We'll be caught up with the glory of God. When Jesus was caught up in Acts chapter 1, we be, we, uh, uh, the Bible says that the cloud received him. You know, he went up to heaven. And so that was not the physical cloud. It was the glory of God. Uh, and so also when the day of the Lord happens, we will be caught up together with the Lord. You know, in the cloud. And it says to meet the Lord in the air. Jesus will be somewhere in the air. We will all be caught up and being attracted to him. Have you seen a magnet? A magnet, if you, if you have uh, nails uh, or what metals, yeah, when you move it on top, Every nail will, you know, rise up and be attracted, be drawn towards the magnet. So that is exactly what's going to happen. Now, the papers, the wood, the everything will remain there. It's only the metal that will be attracted to the magnets. So... Uh, it's only Christians that will be attracted to Jesus. The wood won't be attracted. Uh, the, the paper won't be attracted. And so non-metal items won't be attracted, but it is those that are metal that will be attracted to the magnet that will be coming to Jesus Christ. So when it happens, Christians will just be caught up and go. So make sure that you're living for God. Make sure that you're serving God. And make sure that your life is right with God at all times. That when Jesus comes, you, know, you are out there. The first load, you are out there. Because they, they, not, the Bible doesn't uh, promise second load. <laughs> You know, so don't wait for anything. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so that's why really we need to be serving God. Our focus must be on God. 
at all times. Yeah, even as we do a lot of things, as we eat and drink, yeah, as we marry and we're giving in marriage, as we, uh, we do what else? We are planting and building. Yeah, as we do all those things, our focus must always remain in God. Never lose your Christianity, your focus on God. Yeah. That in everything that we do, Christ must be real. And you know, your relationship with God, how you are, how is your relationship with God, it's you who knows it in your heart. Yeah. So you need to make sure that in your heart, your relationship with God is strong. Uh, that you're serving God. You are doing great for God. You know, that you're doing wonderful things for God. You must know that. And serve God with a sincere heart. Amen? Amen. You know, always stay in faith. In serving God. And uh, it's not a hard thing, really. Is it a hard thing? No, no it's not a hard thing. It's something that we should be doing. You just love God. You know, when something that is not aligning to God comes your way, you say, no, thank you. This one passed. You know, and, uh, and you just concentrate in serving God, just doing the will of God. It, your, your labor in God is never in vain. Your labor is never in vain, really. Serving God, it's never in vain. Uh, will always produce results in your life. Yeah. And so, it says that we'll be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And so, we will always be with the Lord. Amen. You know, always we will be with the Lord. Amen? Amen? You know, we will be serving God. We will be enjoying the presence of God. You need to read Revelation 4 and see what happens in heaven. 4, 5, 6. You know, and see what happens in heaven. Uh, that there will be joy. We will be in heaven with the Lord Jesus' presence. You know, I like uh, the song that Jimmy Swaggart uh, sings. It says, on that day, you know, there will be Paul. There will be uh, you know the song? Yeah. Yeah. Saints will be there. It says the streets will be gold. And there will be, there will be everything beautiful. But it says, but the center of attraction will be Jesus. Yeah. So today you might be looking at gold and say, wow! It's great. Look at this stone, emerald. You know, it's great. Oh, eh? Tanzanite. 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 You will get it in heaven. Don't worry. <laughs> even if you don't get it here, you will get it in. And then you won't even, you know, it won't even bother. <laughs> eh? Yeah. So don't, don't be 
Uh, don't be hung up of, hey, I didn't get my chance at that. This husband of mine told me, promised me that when we get married, he will buy me a Tanzanite stone. Don't worry. You can have the whole Tanzanite, you know, uh, when you get to heaven. So, uh, it's not consoling. No, he will be there. <laughs> but anyway, I didn't promise you a Tanzanite. <laughs> Praise God. So, uh, that's what will happen. The center of attraction will be Jesus. Just being there it will be great. You know, we'll be around the throne just enjoying, enjoying the goodness of God. No more sickness, no more pain, you know, no more worry. You know, you don't have to worry about anything forever and ever enjoying the presence of God. That's what we are looking forward to. Now, that is the day of the Lord. Yeah. And so, God talks about that. He says that forever we will be with the Lord. And right at the end, he says here in verse 18, Therefore, encourage Nada with these words. Just like we're doing tonight. We're encouraging one another with the day of the Lord. That there is the day of the Lord coming. Yeah. And Jesus will wipe away all pains, all tears. You know, Jesus will remove. I mean, that day you won't have to worry about anything. It's going to be great. Day of the Lord. Yeah. And it's coming. Yeah. And we need to be looking forward to it. Paul says, uh, the scripture that we read this morning, First Timothy, uh, is it first or second? Uh, second Timothy chapter 4, uh, verse, verse 8 says that, henceforth, from now on, you know, I am waiting. There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. With the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. You know, on that day, that's what is going to happen. And not only to me, but listen to what he says, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Those that are looking forward to the coming of Jesus, they are going to be rewarded with a crown of righteousness. I'm looking forward to my crown of righteousness. Amen? And I'm looking forward to where God will say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have done well. You have served me well. You have done great things for me. Well done. You know, here it's a crown. And God puts a crown of righteousness right on top. Okay? But God will put a crown of righteousness on you. You receive. 
Amen. <laughs> yeah. So God says that we need to encourage one another with this way. You know, encourage one another also when we meet difficulties that, you know, Jesus is coming. And Jesus, there is, there is the day of the Lord that is coming our way. And it's going to be a great day. It's going to be an awesome day. So never get your heart cold toward the day of the Lord. Eh? Never get your heart cold. Always be looking forward to the day of the Lord. Yeah, that there is a day that is coming. And, and I'm looking forward to that. Amen? Yeah. And so, that's what God talks about. Now, I want us to look at what are the things that will be happening. Yeah. Let's go to Acts chapter 2. You see, uh, there are a number of things that will be happening. So God just gives us a glimpse of, you know, through the scriptures, a glimpse of what will be happening. Now, verse 19. Acts chapter 2, verse 19. Oh. You only remembered now to switch on the spotlights. Congratulations. Quality control. It says, I will show you wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes. The great and magnificent day. And uh, you know, there, will be, there will be a lot of things happening before the day of the Lord comes. The great and magnificent day. Uh, that uh, there are a lot of signs that are happening or that will be happening before the day of the Lord. <coughs> now let's look at Now, Paul talks, I'll just mention it in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 5, about a man, you know, who committed immoral. He says that you deliver, you are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. In other ways, let a person find repentance and then come back, so that when the day of the Lord happens, that person would have been restored back to God. Now, 
Uh, I want us now to go to, we read uh, chapter 4 of First Thessalonians. So Paul is still talking about the day of the Lord in verse 1, from verse 1. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1. Now concerning the times and the season, when is it going to happen? Brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. you know. Why? For you yourself are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When is it going to happen? It's going to be like a thief in the night. See, when a thief comes, does not announce that I am coming. Uh, he just comes when you are least expecting him. And so he says the day of the Lord is going to come like that. Remember what we read last week, that people were eating and drinking yeah, until the day uh, Noah until the day Noah went into the ark. They were eating and drinking until Lord God sent fire in uh, Sodom. Yeah, so right up until that day, that day will catch people unaware. So that is why as Christians, really we need to be very aware of what will be happening. Yeah, always be conscious of the fact that we are Christians, we are saving God, we are on our way to heaven. That we are not to be caught up in things that will make us forget our Christianity. Yeah, that will lull us in God. You know, lull us. You know, like when you are a rocking baby, you are, you are you know, causing or making the baby to fall asleep. The world wants to do that. Yeah. It wants to desensitize us uh, that we need to accept some things as normal. Oh, this is just a lifestyle. Oh, everybody is doing this. You don't have to worry. Oh, this, you know, what is he doing? Just putting us to sleep so that we should not be awake in God. And so, a thief says that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night when people are sleeping, when people are caught up in a lot of things. The day of the Lord will come like that. That's when things will happen. Yeah. And so as a Christian, you need to always uh, stay, stay awake in God. Amen? Amen. Of course, we are not to, uh, to be, you know, in the past there used to be monks who would go into caves and say they're waiting for the Lord. They don't do anything. You know, that's not what we're talking about. You know, we continue with our daily life, but we continue being fully aware of who we are in Christ, you know, that we are children of God, that we are saving God, that we are living for God. Hallelujah. Because the day is coming and it's going to be like the thief, it will come like a thief in the night. Verse 3. While people are saying there is peace and security, 
then sudden destruction will come upon them. As labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, children of God. You are not in darkness. Amen? For that day to surprise you like a thief, you are looking forward to it. You must be alert to that day. So you are not in darkness. God tells us. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk are drunk at night. Eh? But we are not part of those. Eh? But since we belong to the day, let us be sober. Having put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. God wants everybody to receive salvation. And so, unfortunately, it is those that just gets, uh, just sleep in God that will miss the salvation of God. It says, through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live in him. Therefore, here is that word again, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. So this message is saying that we have to encourage one another because there is a day that is coming and that we need to remain alert and awake in God, serve God, live for God, be excited about God. Let the fire of God, uh, let it not be extinguished in your life. Keep on saving God. Keep on loving God. You know, uh, even when people ridicule you, never mind. Just serve God. Just live for God. It's a great thing. Amen? Amen. That's the day of the Lord. Amen. Now, there's a lot that we can talk about, you know, concerning this, but time does not allow. Uh, but this is the little that we can know. There is a day waiting for us that is coming and that we need to always be conscious of that and be looking forward to that. Amen? Amen. Did you receive something from God? Amen. Amen. Praise God. We thank God. It's when you're in the house, you know, you're enjoying the grace that is in the house. And when you serve God, you're, you're doing it because you love God. I'm telling you that the blessings will always remain with you. Let your light shine in the darkest parts. Let your love fill the world. Wow, what a great message it was. Join me next time, even as we continue to hear what God is saying in our next podcast. Or you can also visit us in our website, www.cfcpolukwane.com.
www.co.za. God richly bless you. Until you and I'll be